Hello, I am Apostle Maria Brim, co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry, and you're listening to Waging War and Winning. God bless you, saints of God. Listen, this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. God bless you, saints of God. Listen, it's always an honor and a privilege to be able to hold kingdom teachings and to touch and agree in prayer with you. Listen, I want you to get this in your mind. You know, I'm going to have this as a stickler. I want this to sit in the back of your mind and be first and foremost of everything that you do each and every morning that you wake up, that you begin to declare and decree blessings over your life and over the people's lives that are connected to you. And in fact, why don't you even extend it and start blessing people that you don't even know? You know, the Bible even tells us to bless those who who curses us and not to curse them back. So begin to speak highly of people and bless them. Wouldn't it be a blessing if somebody that you know that is a foe to you became one of your closest friends because you prophetically spoke life into them. You prophetically shifted the atmosphere and the attitude that they, they may have had against you. In Jesus' name, listen, you have the propensity and the ability to do so. So I want to be able to instruct you and to advise you on how you are supposed to speak life in every situation. God bless you. Take that for what it is. Uh, so let's begin to exercise it this morning. Let's declare and decree that you are the head and not the tail. Above only, never beneath. Let's declare and decree that you are blessed in your highly favor. Let's declare and decree that you are believing God for the best in your life and that that house that you're believing God for. I declare and decree that God will give you favor with man and, and that the, the, it'll be the right amount of money that you will never have to worry about the the mortgage getting paid because you'll be able to sustain it. Let's declare and decree that our minds are shifting and our thought process processes is changing to be more like God and that we see people differently. We see life differently and we embrace even some of the challenges in life because we understand that those challenges are designed to build us up and to strengthen us. And so we declare and decree that we're strong. We decree and declare that we heal. We decree and declare that we're overcomer. And we decree and declare that we're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. So we decree and declare that we are never broke, but we always have more than enough to share with other people. We're outreachers. We are benevolent. We're givers. We are philanthropists. We give, we give, and we give. We decree and declare that we we see in the supernatural realm and that we hear the voice of God and strange voices we will not follow. Amen and amen. God bless you, saints of God. Over these last few weeks, we've been talking about Psalm 23. I want to go ahead and continue to further our conversation today as I'm going to be zoning in on verses 3. Today, I want to talk to us and break this down. Over the last weeks, I've been telling you and been trying to break this down and make you understand that this is a prophetic prayer. You know, oftentimes we use it when we're proceeding into a funeral because we, st- we get stuck on that one verse where it says, 
says, uh, you know, that although, yeah, you know, we walk through the valleys and shadows of death, we will fear no evil. And so this has been a custom and a tradition for us clergy people as we are facilitating and eulogizing and proceeding in homegoing services to recite this psalm. Now, there's nothing wrong with doing that because I've done it several times myself and and as the Lord permits I will continue to because I want to always shed light and hope unto those who are grieving but I also don't want us to get stuck right there in terms of what the Psalm 23 actually means it is a prophetic Psalm it's about David he was reminiscing on the goodness of Yah he had built a relationship with Elohim the creator of all things and Jehovah Rohi which is the great shepherd and he declared and he decreed that the Lord is his shepherd in other words in order for us to declare and decree anything or to proclaim that someone is something in our life that means we have to have a relationship with them and so David was a was proclaiming the relationship of a heaven with his heavenly father and he ascribed him as being his great shepherd as John the revelator of John the book the author of John he had also profoundly put it over in chapter 10 where he said that the Lord and identified Jesus as the great shepherd and we are the sheep of his pastor, those who follow him and those who allow him to become Lord Adonai in his life. Now, in verse three this week, I want to talk about, he says this, I'm going to go back and read one, two, and three, and then I'm going to lead up into all six verses. And say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In other words, you know, there is no lack in God. That does mean that God is going to give us everything we want. That means that he supplies all our needs according to his riches and glory. Amen. And say, he leads me beside the still waters and restores my soul. In other words, right there, he's we're talking about the place of rest and the place of peace, serenity. Jehovah Shalom, where it makes all things well in our life. Uh, that's where we get the word wholeness from and also well. The scriptures say that God makes all things well in our life but in order for us to be whole and well says to God that means God has got to be governor in our life he has we have to yield to him and allow him to lead us and to guide us now verse 3 says this he restores my soul you gotta understand he are proclaiming any he's telling of the goodness of the lord he's telling of the goodness of jehovah rohi that means god is our shepherd the great shepherd he says he restores my soul he leads me in the past with the that's a plural it's not one path it is a multi path he say the paths of righteousness for his name's sake now we're going to bank right there for just a few minutes and i want to talk to us because that's where our teaching is going to come from to this week in terms of what it means to be restored the psalmist was saying it like this and that's where we get in the hebrew the word called schwab and that means to transition now when he says that he restores my soul he's not talking about that he's just replenishing and he put his back into his original state because of the truth be told some of our states are not good states originally originally there's generational curses generational you know transitions generational habits and behind behaviors and formations that we've taken on even from the womb and sometimes the holy spirit has to go back even through generations and lineages and kill some things destroy some things disrupt some things dismantle some things and build and plant and restore and revive according to his 
righteousness. So what the psalmist was saying here, he said, restores my soul. He said he placed me in on a transition. Let's put it that way. He is transitioning my soul. And that word soul is where we get the word in the Hebrew called nefesh. It means it's a living body, a thought process, a breath. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit breathed into man and he became a living nefesh. He had life in him. He has the ability now to think and to source out things. He has emotions. He can move. He has he has sense a senses. He can smell and he can taste it. He can make uh, uh, decisions. And that's where that free moral agent comes in as well. So David was saying like this, in my living being, in my thought process, God has placed me on a transition to go back to the original state of not where I used to be, but where God did. Or de destined me to be ordained for me to be destined me to be that in a, in most cases in all cases when God is in the midst of it saints of God that means we come out even better than when we once was that's where we get the word retreat you know a lot of times we offer a man in fact this summer and saints of God women if y'all only are listening reach out to if the radio's broadcast we're going to be doing a women's retreat in the DFW area I want you to come to be refreshed renewed revived restored and regenerated and that's where we get the word retreat from that means to break down something anytime you retreat something you're breaking through something and you're chasing it after something and you're grabbing it you're taking it and you're turning it around in a different direction isn't it awesome that the psalmist was saying this is what the lord does in his life and this is what he wants to do for us as well so when we're talking about that he restores our soul he transitions our mind to become in the state in the condition which is a better state than it initially was through christ jesus and then he says and then he leaves in me in the past of righteousness for his name's sake. That word is where we get Mekadesh. And you know, we know him as the Jehovah Mekadesh. In righteousness, he's the God of righteousness. In other words, he leads us as we allow him to govern us and guide us legally, morally, naturally, spiritually, psychologically, economically, uh, physically, socially, in every aspect of our life into prosperity and in just being. In other words, we're just not because we are righteous people, but we consider to be righteous because of what we legally stand for. There's a legal standard that God has for us in the kingdom. And so when we're, the psalmist is saying that he lead me into the path of in paths of righteousness for his name's sake, his name, God's name, Yah's name, Jehovah Roha's name is on the platform. His name is at stake, and his name would never be tainted. His name would never be de uh, uh, defamed. His name could never be dethroned. His name is above all other names. It's the name of Jesus where we are his our strong tower where we can run in and be safe. And so he sent out, he leads us as we allow him to, to guide us into that place of kingdom justice, kingdom deliverance. This is what deliverance looks like, saints of God. Not the spooky, goofy stuff that people are practicing and, 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 and filming it. And people get afraid and said, I don't even, I'd rather keep the demons than before I let somebody put me through that face. But in other words, it's that we are yielding to the power and the unction and the leading of the Holy Spirit that we become more like him. So the things that once held us down and had us in captivity, the shackles have to buy, break off of the 
bondage has to be released. Yokes has to be destroyed. Anything that has been destroyed cannot be be, uh, put that back together again. So he said that he lead me on the path of righteousness for his name's sake. It's not by our name that we're saved. It's not by our might or our power, but by the spirit of God. So everything that we do as we yield unto him, because he looked for a name to swear by, could not find one that was uh, worthy of it, that he swore by his own name. His name is what he, and his words is what he watches over. His name is what he honors. And so when we do it in his name, we can, we can, we can expect blessings and we can also expect victory in the areas of our life so as i was uh talking about in uh, verses three today he restores our soul and leads us in the past and there's multiple paths with god because see this is what gets us twisted as believers we think that that's one way that god moves we have one god one baptism one faith but there's multiple false moves of god the paths of righteousness. Now, we understand that he's the great door and that we have to go through Jesus Christ. So that doesn't mean that we can live a life any kind of way that we can do whatever we want to do. But what it's saying is that what it took for God to deliver me, he may take a different path for you. But it's all the paths of righteousness. It all has to line up with the word of God. I'm going to bank it right there and decree a blessing over you. I speak life over you in Jesus' name that God will restore, refresh, refresh, revitalize and your soul today that you will allow him to lead you down the paths of righteousness for his name's sake and that you will continue to read the book of Psalm 23 and that God will give you great revelation of what he wants for you in this season in your life. I prophesy and declare that this year 2023 will be a year of abundance, a year of righteous walking with you, and that you will walk in the things of God. In Jesus' name, revelation be your portion. In Jesus' name, I pray. Thank God. Amen. God bless you, saints of God. Do me a favor. Wage a good war.